Let us pray. Lord, your summons echoes true when you but call my name. Let me turn and follow you and never be the same. Amen. Can I invite you now to take a deep breath and say to yourself, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. That's what the psalm is, I think, aimed to do. To help people breathe more easily. To rest in God. Yes, my soul, find rest in God, the psalmist says. My hope comes from God. Truly God is my rock and my salvation. God is my fortress. I shall not be broken. My salvation and my honour depend on God. God is my mighty rock, my refuge. Trust in God at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts to God, for God is our refuge. So take a deep breath. Enjoy the sensation of the air coming into your lungs and say to yourself, God is my rock and my salvation. Let God speak into your hearts silently, secretly, wonderfully. Power belongs to you, God, and with you, Lord, is unfailing love. Hold on to those truths. With God is power and with the Lord unfailing love. This last week has been an emotional one and I, for one, feel I can breathe a little easier today with the new president and vice president in America. But we know that there is no magic wand in the field of politics or the field of medicine, or in life itself. Those who promise easy answers, or something for nothing, are probably charlatans. The psalmist is deeply sceptical about the ultimate power of any human being in this world. He looks at the king and the commoner, and says that their weight in God's scales is nothing. They are just breath. Yet God values each one of us and values any good that we can do in this world. It reminds me of that parable or picture of what the work for peace is like. It's like snow falling on a branch and each flake weighs nothing at all but eventually that final flake resting on the branch and the branch breaks. Change comes through the accumulation of many, many good actions. Keep praying for peace.
keep working for peace. God values the goodness that people demonstrate in their ordinary lives. The good done by the badly paid carer who goes in day in, day out to care for the elderly, frail lady. The good that stressed out doctors and nurses are doing at the moment with each patient they see. The good the person can find at home can do in their love for a grandchild or a neighbour, their sharing of wisdom or listening ear. The good the world-worn politician can do, speaking out against lies and hatred and working tirelessly for the good of the common people. Actions speak louder than words. And the reward God gives is not some heavenly treat, but unfailing love. Simply unfailing love. So take a deep breath again and say to yourself, I can do good in the world today. And then ask yourself what God wants of you. What is that action that you alone are called to do? Sometimes the answer is just keep going with the good that you are doing. That's quite enough. Don't try and do any more. A song that always brings a smile to my face is that Eric Clapton classic song. Dear Lord, give me strength to carry on. It has some great lyrics as well as some wonderful guitar playing. Dear Lord, give me strength to carry on. My home may be out on the highway. Lord, I've done so much wrong, but please, give me strength to carry on. And maybe that's your song today. But maybe God is calling you to do something new. Something new for God, something new for your neighbour and your planet. That was certainly true of the first disciples, the fishermen who were invited to follow Jesus. They were doing good, providing fish for their family and their village. That's not something to be sniffed at, where we've been especially conscious in this last year of the importance of those who provide our food. Producers and shopkeepers keeping us fed despite the challenges of the pandemic and Brexit. Thank God for the fishermen, the farmers, the lorry drivers, the shopkeepers and the supermarket workers. They were doing good as fishermen, but God had something else for them to do. Sometimes God calls us to do new things. 
And this Jesus did again and again. He challenged everyone, absolutely everyone, to turn round, to repent, to change direction, to take the good news that he was bringing and living to heart. And then he invited a few to share in his work, to leave the nets and the fish, the family and the familiar, and to follow him into the unknown. Come, he says, and they come, and they learnt from him. Follow me, he says, and they followed, and found life changed for good, new ways of looking at God, new ways of looking at the world, new ways to see themselves as sinners saved, as learners on a journey, as followers of one who would ultimately give his life for others. You will be fishers of people, he says. And in time they too began to draw others into that net of God's amazing, unfailing love. Many of us are tired at the moment. It's hard to think about doing new things. But I invite you again to take a deep breath. To relax and to hear that invitation again. Come, follow me. To hear that promise again of Jesus. You will be fishers of people. As you follow Jesus in your life, in the context of your home, your work, your recreation, your priorities, your successes and your failures, your joys and pains, your spending, your giving. In all that context, in all that mess and joy and hope, you can become fishers of people. You can draw others into that net of God's amazing unfailing love. So take another deep breath and know that unfailing love of God and let it flow in and through you this day and this week to come. In Jesus' name.